0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the In Control Family Foundation's Safe Driving Podcast, and today I have Jeremy Randall with me. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, Dan. And we are going to talk about roundabouts, or as us New Englanders call them, rotaries. And these are things that scare the daylights out of a lot of seasoned drivers, uh, depending on where you go to. But actually, over the last decade or so, and maybe a little more, they've become safer in a lot of intersections. They're they're being pushed on us from a lot of safe driving advocates for the right reasons because they do reduce crashes if everybody knows the rules and if everybody knows how to approach them and and how to utilize them. So I think that's what we're going to work on today is making sure you guys know how to approach a rotary with your new driver.
1: This is definitely a situation, it's really just like all the lessons, but this one really important to model first. Show them the roundabout, show them the rotary, Take them through it a couple times. Talk through the steps before they actually do it, and try to find a rotary or roundabout that isn't overly busy, and ideally just one lane, not that many entrances and exits. That's going to be the ideal situation. You can move up to more complex ones if you have them in your area. You know, once they get really good at the the more simple ones. But the steps are extremely simple here. When it really comes down to it, you're always going to yield to traffic to your left. Think about that each time, right? That's where your your eyes are looking to the left. Is are there cars coming? We're going to slow down as we enter. Ideally, we're never going to stop once we're in, unless the car in front of us has stopped, obviously. We're going to look for lane markers on the road and signs on the side of the road to direct us where we should go. And we're always going to look, ideally, to exit on our right. Now, they can get more complex than that, but we're starting on the simple side. Simple, circular, roundabouts, single lane, always a counterclockwise direction. And generally, exits will be on your right and you stay to the center circle unless you're exiting. It can be that simple. It can also get a heck of a lot more complicated than that with some of the older roundabouts and rotaries around the country. But the same basic rules are still going to apply. You're yielding to the traffic coming in on your left. You're following the basic street signs. You're generally going to be exiting on your right, but it's possible for other things to come up in certain situations. And you're going to try to keep your lane discipline unless you need to change it. And that's going to be decided by some of the signs on the side of the road. And often paint marks on the road are very common in roundabouts as well.
0: So one thing I would mention to make sure everyone appreciates the justification for why you're going to start to see more roundabouts is that a quarter of the fatalities that we see on our roads take place at intersections. So the benefits of a rotary and a traffic circle, a roundabout, whatever you want to call it, they're really... Being encouraged now because they reduce the crashes that take place at intersections. So we're seeing, you know, 25% to the highway deaths or roadway deaths at intersections. And by introducing roundabouts, it's reducing those crashes. So for those of you that are scared of them, if everybody's playing by the rules, they really are a safe alternative to getting to a red light or getting to a stop sign and having to cross traffic potentially getting hit struck from the side or even a head-on collision the scary part is that not everybody's following the rules so you know what jeremy's stating is the best approach to these you have to go into it and practice with your new driver because as much as it's a suggestion in the guide is don't ever stop in a rotary if you find yourself in a situation where the person in front of you dead stops you really don't have a lot of other choices or if someone comes at you from the side and if you don't stop, they're going to actually run into you. But again, we want you to be prepared for these things and try to get going quickly enough so that you can keep the flow of traffic going and you don't end up getting rear-ended simply because you had to get out of the way of somebody else cutting out.
1: And lesson two here, and this is more of a conversation you're going to have with your young driver more than anything else. You uh, you just want to make sure that they understand that stopping in the rotary uh, could actually block emergency vehicles from getting through. So if you do hear sirens and you haven't entered the rotary yet, move over so that the emergency vehicles can get through. That's great. Uh, But if you're already in it, they're recommending that you continue through the rotary until you find your exit. And then once you're out of the actual rotary or roundabout traffic circle, you then pull over to the side of the road. Because some of the roundabouts around the country can be fairly tight, fairly small, single lane. And something like a fire truck or even a larger ambulance might not be able to get through there at all if there's any vehicles in there, even ones that are pulled over. And obviously, every second counts for them. And so we want to make sure we we stay and, and clear the rotary completely for those emergency vehicles. We want to avoid stopping whenever
0: possible in the rotary. One other thing I'll add... That I noticed as we started preparing to do this podcast, for at least the state of Massachusetts, there's actually a Wikipedia page that lists a lot of the rotaries. So if you don't know of a rotary near you, you may want to spend a little bit of time Googling, uh, looking at your own state's websites for initiatives on traffic safety. And, you know, this may be another one of those situations where you have to travel a little bit to get to practice this, but it's well worth the practice because if they come across, a rotary in their own driving and you've never discussed it, you got to remember these folks are brand new drivers. And if they do go on and get their license and never interact with a rotary and then suddenly find themselves at one, it doesn't mean they're going to remember what you saw in a book or what was talked about during any driver's education. Experiencing it is really going to be the best bet. So the final lesson here on the roundabouts skill set is what to do if there are multiple lanes in a roundabout. And how do they handle that, Jeremy?
1: Well, the same basic rules are going to apply, but now with more lanes, there's just a little bit more complication involved here. There's a little bit more going on. And so ideally, when you enter a multi-lane roundabout, you're going to enter in the outermost lane. Now, if it's a very large roundabout, you have a lot of time, you can then, once you enter the furthest out lane, you can then transition lanes you know, all the way to the inside if you need to, and then come back out before you exit. Now that's the way that kind of the rules are written for the most part, but there are definitely also different roundabouts, different situations out there where you might have to cut across some lanes of travel to get all the way into the, maybe the uh, far left of the roundabout lane and you're entering f- from the right. So what you always need to remember is the same basic rules that we already went over. You're yielding to traffic on your left. So if you're about to enter this intersection and you do need to get all the way to the innermost part, the far left lane of the roundabout, then you have to make sure that all three lanes uh, on your left are completely clear for you to be able to safely do that if that's what needs to happen. But generally, I'll even enter a roundabout in the right-hand lane. And then as I go around the circle, I'll migrate potentially in. And if I get stuck somewhere and I can't make my turn, the nice thing about a roundabout, it goes in a circle. So you can you have more time if you need to. So remind your newer driver of this early on, and just say, look, if it's you know if you get stuck, if there's a car next to you and you're trying to change that lane and you don't have time and you don't want to hit the brakes hard, just go around again. It's not a big deal. And just you know always keep in mind you're yielding to the traffic on your left. They can get a lot more complicated. There can be double and and what I would call double and triple roundabouts where. There's a couple of them kind of put together. It's, it's common in the Northeast. It may be common in other parts of the country as well. And so you do have a lot going on, but these same basic rules apply. You're going to keep that speed down. You're going to watch for the markings on the road that tell you where exit only lanes are and you know continue. Maybe you, there's a certain route you're looking for and it'll say use innermost lane to go to route, whatever it is. And so follow the signs always look to your left, yield to the traffic on your left, keep the speeds down, watch for the signs, and only change lanes in, an, in a roundabout when you need to, right? It's just like changing lanes on the highway or anywhere else. I don't do it unnecessarily. It just complicates what doesn't need to be complicated.
0: Your basic driver's education that you're going to give to your team driver yourself is just getting them through a roundabout, getting them In a time when it's not busy traffic and you go through, they get to learn how it works. That's the basic first round. The graduate course, before they get their license, is if you can find a roundabout near you or find a rotary near you that has some pretty heavy traffic, you do want them to experience what Jeremy's describing, You know, a situation where it really doesn't feel natural to have to move over one lane once you're in the roundabout. But, but have them try to experience a busier situation there so that, again, they've got it under their belt before they're out driving on their own and they'll be a lot safer. And this is, again, where that patience comes in. What Jeremy described, going around more than once. I mean, who hasn't seen European vacation and listened to Chevy Chase scream out Parliament Big Ben multiple times? Just have the patience. It's the same as when they want to take a left turn and there's cars coming and, you know, you don't want them to suddenly change their definition of what a safe left turn is just because they've been sitting there a while. Well, don't suddenly cut people off on your right or not pay attention to your open space just because you're going to miss your turn. Go around again. And the same can be said in a lot of situations when driving. You may miss a turn, but the last thing you want to do is suddenly just abruptly turn off and potentially hit somebody. Things need to be done safely. They need to be done with patience. And if, God forbid, you're a few minutes late to something, at least you didn't crash. Jeremy, anything else we should add before we wrap up the world of rotaries? Uh, You know, the
1: only thing I would add is just that, that modeling thing again. Each time you enter a new type of roundabout, a new level of complication to one, just model it again. Bring them through, talk them through it slowly. Okay, this is just a simple, you know, there's four entrances and four, you know, basic four exits and a single lane in a circle. Okay, great. They master that one. You can move up to the next one, but don't just throw them into it. Model it for them so they know where they're going to enter and where they're going to exit. Because that is a huge part of it for a new driver. They don't know where they're going. And often you're not actually going anywhere. You're just driving around. And so, okay, you can get off at any of these exits or, okay, here's the route we're going to take. Okay, let's switch. Now we go back, you know, we go back into it and now your new driver is driving. So just let them know what's going on ahead of time. It clarifies things for them It makes it simpler. They know what to expect and it's been modeled for them first. Nothing wrong with that at all. And if you do have a very complicated roundabout in your area yes, you're going to eventually work up to that, like Dan said, but don't throw them into that too early. It's just a recipe for everybody getting frustrated and and people being in danger too. And it's not just you, it's the other people on the road and we have to respect that.
0: Well, thank you very much, Jeremy. Thank you all of you who've uh, joined us today. This was a relatively quick one, but it's an important lesson. And we look forward to you hearing us again soon.